Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, June 23rd. A little presidential trivia for you. Who was the first black candidate to have his name placed in nomination for president? For the answer, you have to go all the way back to this date in 1888. That's when abolitionist Frederick Douglass received a vote from the Kentucky delegation at the Republican convention in Chicago. The nomination would end up going to Benjamin Harris. And you know, they say life is like a box of chocolates. The movie that gave us that famous quote, Forrest Gump, starring Tom Hanks, was released on this date in 1994. Time sure does fly. Now let's check in at the First Alert Weather Center for your Thursday forecast. And good morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovine. Starting out our Thursday dry, some high clouds outside this morning. Temperatures in the 70s, warm and muggy, 92 by lunchtime and up in the mid to upper 90s this afternoon. Small chance of a shower thunderstorm this afternoon. A little bit better rain chance as we go into this evening. In fact, this will be our best rain chance of the entire week. Also be the hottest day of the entire week. Heat index around 105 with a high of 97 this afternoon. Tomorrow we go down in the upper 80s, close to 90 degrees for a high temperature and by the weekend, with lower humidity around, we have some cooler mornings. I think we'll start out in the upper 60s to around 70 for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday mornings with just a slight chance of rain this weekend. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast, powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. A portion of a community under development on Daniel Island will be reviewed by a Charleston City Committee tonight. Our Molly McBride had the chance to talk with the city more about the Knoll Creek Village and just what that committee is talking about tonight, Molly. Lisa, tonight the technical review committee will decide whether or not Noel Creek will be able to move forward with the residential portion of their development, which will include 320 multifamily units. The Noel Creek development includes this existing office building, as well as the proposed construction of retail stores, a restaurant, single family residences and more. However, the committee will only be focusing on reviewing the multifamily residential portion tonight. The city says tonight is the last stop in their review process, meaning if all goes well, Noel Creek will be given the go ahead and break ground on the 320 multifamily units. And then once they've addressed all the comments coming out of TRC, they should at that point be able to go vertical. For more information on the Noel Creek residential um, development, visit live5news.com and click on the story. Reporting live on Daniel Island, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Charleston firefighters might be getting paid more. The city's Human Resources Committee is making a preliminary suggestion for cost of living increases across the board for them. That comes after some firefighters have been campaigning for pay raises for about a year. While city officials say they're listening to the plea, they point out that to make it happen, it means a possible property tax increase for residents. Charleston firefighters' pay is based on tiers with more education and experience starting at a higher base pay. Following base pay, firefighters have a few opportunities to get raises but eventually cap out. The city's Human Resources Committee is also suggesting an additional adjustment to firefighter pay for the 2023 budget. A proposed mixed-use building in downtown Charleston along King Street that's part of a larger development has been conceptually approved by a Charleston City Board. The architect says it was designed with help from both the community and preservation groups. Ray Urena has more. 
A proposed seven-story structure in the heart of downtown Charleston could bring around 10,000 square feet of retail space and 200 apartments to Upper King Street near Line Street in the next few years. Last night, Charleston's Board of Architectural Review was unanimous in giving conceptual approval to building one of the planned Courier Square development. As part of the land zoning, the building must either keep 20% of its apartments affordable or pay a comparable fee into the city's affordable housing fund each year. The Historic Charleston Foundation says the inclusion of preservation groups like themselves and the community in the design of the structure is rare in architecture. The building's lead architect says the building has been in the works for around a decade. We still had a lot of work to do, but we had a vision, and we had something we felt was worth continuing to really work on. And that's what we've been doing for the last couple of months. We've been working very hard, detailing and refining and and bringing together a, a package that could really illustrate the total vision for the building. The architect says they will be taking the rest of the year to go through two more reviews from the city. They hope to break ground sometime next year, but a construction cost hasn't been announced. In the newsroom, Ray Urena, Live 5 News. A person was killed after being hit by a tractor trailer along the interstate. It happened yesterday evening on I-95 at about mile marker 98. That's in Santee. According to state troopers, the person was walking across the interstate at the time. It's not clear just why that person was in the roadway. The Orangeburg County coroner has not yet released that person's name. A disturbing story out of North Charleston where police say a man is dead after being run over and dragged after getting into a wreck on Rivers Avenue. That crash happened last Thursday afternoon at about 4 o'clock and involved three cars. Police say Daniel Cooler pulled out of a parking lot and tried to cut across three lanes of traffic. There was a wreck and Cooler was thrown from the car and hit by another car that dragged him for about 30 feet. Police have determined that Cooler contributed to the collision and they continue to investigate. The Charleston County Coroner has identified a 14-year-old girl who was killed in a crash involving a dump truck on Johns Island. Jimena Rodriguez was a passenger in that crash last Friday afternoon. Happened on River Road near Murraywood Boulevard. Charleston police say the dump truck collided with that car. Both drivers suffered minor injuries. No charges have been filed at this time. Removing a sunken ship from the Charleston Harbor. Our Lauren Quinlan now back with us. She joins us now live. So what's so important about removing those boats from the water? Lisa, the group told me that the sunken boat was causing harm to the surrounding marine life and also boat safety. And with some extra money, they were able to remove that boat, but also one right next to it that has been abandoned for years. The nonprofit Wounded Nature Working Veterans and the Leadership Charleston Group were able to raise enough money to lift what they are calling the rusty and tow out a boat that's been abandoned in the Charleston Harbor for about three years. A team of divers, a towboat crew and law enforcement were all hands on deck for this removal. Part of the process included slings and airbags getting hooked onto the boat. Then they floated it up, bringing the rusty to the top of the water. The team then worked from there. Rudy Sosha, the CEO of Wounded Nature, says these boats are dangerous to the environment. It's when the fiberglass breaks apart and disperses, it gets into the oyster beds and contaminates them. And fiberglass is glass strands coated with plastic. Then you have the batteries, you have the gasoline. 
Sosha says the state doesn't dedicate any money towards boat removal, so they are always looking for corporate supporters to help fund their projects because removing a boat can cost anywhere from $2,000 to $100,000. The Leadership Charleston Group says they were grateful to work with this organization and they are looking forward to working with others in the Charleston area and keeping these waterways clean. For more information, click on this story on Live5News.com. Reporting live in Charleston, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. Actor Ted Shackelford from Knott's Landing celebrates his 76th birthday today. U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas is 74 today. American Idol ex-judge Randy Jackson turns 66. And singer-songwriter Jason Mraz is 45. Thank you for joining us for Morning Y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.